0: fit like, and welcome into the 4th and Forever podcast! With Darren over in the UK for the next few weeks, it's just me again, and... What? By God! That's Eric Sanson's music! Ladies and gentlemen, I am joined today by a special guest, well, it's special to me anyway, the reigning champion of the Federation of American Fantasy Football, that's the fantasy league I run for the uninitiated, Mr. Eric Sanson. Welcome aboard, Eric.
1: Thank you, having sure. I yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. am right, the reigning champion. Uh, I will uh, you know, wear that crown and hopefully uh, win it again this season as well.
0: Nah, no chance. I've made sure of that um, I'm just going to change the rules as I, as I see fit, but kind of do it quietly, not telling anyone. No, no, no one will get anything popped up in their feed. Just a silent kill. Also, um, you don't have Jonathan Taylor at your disposal this year, so what, what are you going to do? I, I do not
1: have Jonathan Taylor, my MVP from last season, uh, but I saw he's not doing the too hot this season. Um, so I think I will uh, survive.
0: <laughs> yeah, Colts are having a bit of a problem at the moment, as we'll, we'll get into. So, um, I mean, just very, very briefly, mate, um, in order for the folks to take you seriously, to let them know you're not just some jabroni that I found off the street. Oh, damn, I didn't really think this through. Oh, I sorry, am 100% jabroni
1: off total, the
0: street. Total street jabroni. Um, but if you wouldn't mind just, uh, just telling us a little bit about... Uh, a breakdown of your blossoming relationship with the NFL. Obviously, you don't need to detail your fantasy football success anymore. Uh, as that. you can just start and finish that by saying, I drafted Jonathan Taylor. Um, I, I didn't so, even
1: draft Jonathan Taylor. I actually s- slipped through the draft. I <laughs> would uh, draft drafting Jonathan Taylor. That is uh, makes the, it so much worse. This makes it so much better.
0: <laughs> it's a perspective thing, <laughs> yeah, I'd exactly, say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so what what got you into the NFL?
1: Uh, yeah, so... um. I can't actually remember, I think it was a mate at college, Um, he was really into it, and uh, I can't actually remember watching any games, but I I looked at the various uniforms and looked at the histories of some of the teams. Um, I obviously didn't want to go for one of the uh, I guess uh hype teams at the time um uh those who aren't from New Zealand I guess the the Raiders uh very big at the time and I guess uh, god knows why they absolutely awful it was in 2010 <laughs> um they were really big at the time and um uh everyone wore Raiders fashion so I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to uh be a Raiders fan um I can't even remember i guess what the other big teams at the time were i think um i think the philadelphia eagles were quite big uh at the time as well mm-hmm. and i think the colts too um but anyway i uh, i wanted to uh, pick a team that like the uniform of and i think had a really historic uh, I guess all had uh, seemed to be really solid overall, maybe not the mm-hmm. favourite team to do well, but it was a solid franchise. Yep. Uh, so I ended up picking, uh, of all teams, I'm, I can't even remember why, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm. and in retrospect I'm actually quite happy with uh, the decision. Obviously six uh, Super Bowls at the time, I, I think it was probably helped, um, although they hadn't won any recently. Um, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's in,
0: in the grand scheme. In of the things, grand scheme, you know, they yeah, 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 won one, yeah. I guess, recently with um, Big Ben, but uh, an incredibly consistent and successful franchise 100%. under the tutelage of uh, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, and what um, is it now sixteen winning seasons? I think incredible, incredible. Yeah. But like, of course, you're, you're, you're. you're um, fandom is certainly on the ascendancy right as the it team is. is making a major transition it from is. Big Ben who couldn't throw anything last year to Mitch Trubisky who can't throw anything this year it is. And so, with uh, Kenny Pickett waiting in the wings for probably yeah. week 4 or 5 I
1: want to preface this as well that I, 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 I picked my team back in 2010 but then I remember getting, jumping back on the bandwagon, 100% jump back on the bandwagon, the hype train uh, when um, I remember Chase Claypool uh, was the rookie wide receiver <laughs> uh, with a stellar run where they went, I think they went 12 and 0 or something ridiculous like that. I think in the 2019 season. Oh
0: uh, yeah, that was when they were they were winning all these games, but everyone was like, "No, that's a fake 12 and 0." Like they were they were winning and they were always like incredible coaching job by Mike Tolman. That's what that is but everyone knew that they weren't as, as strong as their record. And, uh, I don't remember that season I guess
1: well. that came out to, to wash. But yeah, they mm-hmm. ended up, I think they um they did, uh, what was it? They were something ridiculous, 12-0, uh, I think. Oh, no, it was the 2020 season, I think. It wasn't the 2019 season. Yeah, it was, it was quite recent. Um, and obviously Chase, uh, Chase Claypool, I think, went for like a ridiculous number of uh, touchdowns uh, over that um, course. He had like a three-in-one game.
0: He had a very interesting span where he was scoring... Rushing touchdowns and receptions and stuff like that. Um, I think it coincided with whenever Darren Butter wasn't picking him in his fantasy league. Apparently, classic. And so that'll yeah, be the way. That's what we always hear about it. And ever since then, Darren has been just on this bandwagon, saying, "Oh, like he's just he's going to come back again." I'm just he's, waiting for him to to be amazing. He does always
1: pick them up. And he, I don't. Uh, speaking as a Steelers fan, I think it's the wrong decision. I think Chase Claypool, although he's a freak, an athlete. I don't think he's going to have another season like that. Mm, I think it okay. really was a, a, a flash in the pan, uh, but it was it was an incredible season. Um, I'll give him that much. And obviously, mm. um, yeah, uh, obviously, I'd like him to do um, to continue performing. But yeah, um, I was uh, they yeah they were eleven eleven and oh sorry yeah yeah eleven and and then they lost the next three games and they um, got to twelve wins versus the Indianapolis Colts mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in uh, week sixteen. Uh, which we'll be talking, uh, the Colts will be, a team we'll be talking about later, uh-huh. uh, and, then, um, and then they actually lost uh, their final game um, uh, to the Glen Browns, and then if I remember correctly, they then lost again in the uh, first round of the playoffs to the Glen Browns, um, which was a painful game to watch, I remember that much.
0: Yeah, I remember that being a, a big deal because that was effectively the Browns Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they were just pleased because they have been uh, embarrassed for a number of years. Uh, up in that division, but that is how that is. Anyway, we'll get on to um, a little bit more about the Steelers a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Eric, I've just got to say, like, you know, I've known you a few years now. I must say that your enthusiasm that you've developed um, for the game in just a, a relatively short period of time, as it's really been on the ascendancy, just been fantastic to see. And uh, I really enjoy talking ball with you. So uh, I'm glad that I can have you in here in Darren's stead. Talk some ball. Absolutely, and um, you know, if you're good enough at talking ball, then maybe I'll just never, never show up to Darren's again, or yeah, we'll you'll just um, start ghosting him. I don't mean I don't mean it, Darren. Like you can still be involved. You can you can produce it. Sounds good. Okay. Anyway, hope you're ready to test your podcasting chops now, Eric. Oh, Are you God. ready?
1: Uh, yeah. Big shoes to fill, but uh, we'll do our best.
0: <laughs> all right, then. Well, coming up on today's show, we'll just blitz through the week's final scores and just kind of stop to talk about the biggest games, the strangest results, of uh, which there were a lot many. Of them. Yes, were absolutely. A lot of of them. So it will include um, just taking a look at the likes of There's No Escape from Jimmy G as Trey Lance goes down. We'll talk how this will shape up a side that was still dreaming of a Super Bowl. To a uh, no. Uh, Come back for the ages for the Dolphins. Uh, Is this the dawning of the Age of Aquarius? Or is it a flash in the pan, Eric? Who really knows? Uh, Cats declawed. What's eaten at the Cincinnati Bengals? And I will grill Eric on how his Steelers will fare against Darren's former team, the Cleveland Browns, in Thursday Night Football. All this and more coming up. So Eric, you ready?
1: I'm ready. (laughs)
0: I know you are. You were born ready. I was born ready. Which is way better than Darren would ever be. So, great. He just sort of shows up and just knows everything off the top of his head because he's some sort of strange savant and he just knows this. I
1: definitely things. don't know everything off the top of my but
0: I'll bullshit my way for it hey that's what we're here we're for
1: we're allowed to swear right this is, this is a Ab- absolutely there, there's no
0: sponsors preventing yeah, us okay, from doing yeah, this I'm or anything thing. we will not get taken take it um, off Spotify or anything like that no just okay. just you know maybe be mindful that you know your mum might want to listen to this or something like she that she won't want to listen to this yeah, well, my mum my, my might oh okay so uh, yeah <laughs> hi Stuart's mum <laughs> yeah I'm, say, say hi to my dad as well because he definitely listens hi Stuart's dad hey um, so alright then uh, we'll spotlight the by kicking off with uh, the first game of the week, of course, which was Thursday Night Football, as the Kansas City Chiefs snatched victory from the Los Angeles Chargers, 27-24. Mahomes' stat line looked pretty good, uh, going 24-35, of 35, 235 yards and two scores. But I've got to say, he was really lucky not to be picked off on at least three occasions in this one. Um, but still... Mahomes was doing Mahomes things He was at his very best at times Making some of these downright silly throws Uh, Justin Herbert on the other hand Threw a pick six in the fourth quarter To effectively kill the comeback Uh, But it was the scary rib injury That he picked up towards the end of the game That Mm. was the real headline grabber Um, So even after that injury though, He was still slinging it Uh, I think that long throw on fourth down Was one of the best of the week Chris Jones was a wrecking machine, dominating the Chargers offensive line. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire looks reborn in this offense. And as I said last week, Mike Williams stepped up in place of Keenan Allen. So how, how do you think that game went, Eric? Uh, anything in particular you took from that? Yeah, so I
1: was actually, I was watching the game um, while you guys were at work. <laughs> um, and I, I, think I spoiled the result of it, or I might, no, no, um, B.I., I remember spoiling it for, uh, one of our friends who's a Chiefs, uh, fan, <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually thought the Chargers actually, um, uh, although it was a really well played game by both sides, uh, and all the, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, I mm-hmm. actually think the Chargers actually probably deserve, I think they were probably the better team, um, so I think, in my mind, it's actually a bit of an upset, uh, there, um. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I, I think the Chargers, on paper, are, are the team that should, I guess, take that division. Um, mm, okay. Is, is, my little hot take. Um,
0: that is a little spicy hot yeah, take yeah. right there.
1: Um, but the Chiefs actually played really well, and um, that obviously that uh that pick six in the in the fourth quarter, I think it was uh, by Jalen Watson, I got here for 99 mm-hmm. yards. Yep. That was, uh, that like was I think, swung I think, the game. I think that was the the game. Uh, the game was won there. Uh, I think if, if that pick can be made.
0: Uh, it didn't. It wasn't the best throw. Uh, I don't think it was the. No, um, I, I, well, see the, the way that I looked at this, I think that that was more to do with uh, Gerald Everett, the tight end, yeah, and the target it was on the, the throw. Who yeah. ran
1: a bit of a lazy route. That was. Got, I guess what I was going to say next was the the route perhaps wasn't the best. Yeah. Um, but it, I, I guess my mind, uh, if, if the routes been run poorly, and I think he had two. Uh, he had obviously. Jalen uh, Watson he had another um, man on him. Uh, I don't think you go for that. Uh, you go for that pass. It really, it really gave me flashbacks of, and, and you'll probe, um, like this, the old, um, old Super Bowl, um, with, uh, Russell Wilson throwing the, uh, you know, <laughs> throwing the kind the of goal line pick, yeah, the goal line pick, and oh. I, it just gave me kind of flashbacks. Run to the that. damn ball! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I well maybe not run the ball because, um, you know, they, just they in that quite, instance, yeah, that they thing. weren't quite as close to the line, but it just, yeah, the, the I guess the decision making on that particular um, throw, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think was quite there. But I guess, um, and that kind of brings me to my next hot take, as I reckon.
0: Uh, Herbert, <laughs> he goes on one podcast and there's all the hot takes all in the, the world. <laughs> Herbert, me.
1: Herbert will be this generation's greatest quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. Oh wow, okay, doing him like that. So I, I, I think Herbert is, is. I think Herbert is like top. I don't know, top three, top five quarterbacks mm-hmm. in, in the league. Yeah, um, or at least of the kind of that generation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't. I, I think the Chargers do Chargers things, and I just don't ever see them winning a Super Bowl at least while Herbert's uh, around. Um, oh man, well, I mean, which, which breaks my heart because I want. To, I want. I think he. I think you know. Um. Uh, I think he's good enough, uh, but I just. I it, it, watching the Chargers players is, is like a comedy of errors sometimes uh, with mm-hmm. some of the stuff that happens. Um, yeah as, as you mentioned earlier he was hit, hit for at least four times though I counted but maybe even more uh, and although none of them really like looked like um, like a massive hit like none of them looked like uh, room shatteringly large mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think it was just the kind of uh, frequency of them in that kind of later stages of the game where the um, the, the charges were playing really far uh, they were playing from behind the whole game. And they were trying to make a comeback, mm. and uh, so Justin Herbert was you know, slinging the ball around and getting uh, hit, um, you know, as his main froze. And um, uh, I don't know exactly when it was, but uh, yeah, you could definitely see in the fourth quarter and one of those last drives, um, he got up and he looked in pain.
0: Oh, big time! It was a it's a rib cartilage injury, is what he yeah. picked up there, and I'm not necessarily sure what the actual impact is on on that because it's not. A particularly common injury, I, I believe. I could be completely wrong there, but um, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a major concern for the charges. Hopefully, it's something you can just um, you know play through, and it's not going to be too big a deal. But it's certainly a, a big concern. So I I was actually
1: doing a little bit of uh, brief googling. Here's mm-hmm. your you know Google MD doctor coming out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Not a qualified uh, practitioner, <laughs> uh, FYI. Um, do not take my legal advice. So yeah, obviously it's the cartilage but, um, that connects your ribs. So it sounds like it's the cartilage that connects your ribs to your um your kind of uh, your diaphragm, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your sternum. Yeah. So um, it sounds like he's going to play again um next week, but I can't imagine um you know if it if it get, keeps getting hit, uh it's probably going to be he's probably going to be a lot of pain.
0: Yeah, um, I reckon he'll have the old flak jacket on, and um I think that um the the, the Kansas City pass rush was. You know, pretty, um, pretty good in this game. Um, I think, especially Chris Jones coming up through the middle, was um, just absolutely destroying. folk. He was. Uh, he had an overall PFF grade of, of ninety with a ninety one point five pass rush grade, and um, he was just in the backfield all the time, um, just giving them absolute fits. And uh, Carlos Dunlap was getting involved from time to time as well. Frank Clark had a, had a few few moments there too. Um, so. Yeah, I, I I certainly wouldn't panic if I was the charges after this. I still think that they're a very good, capable team. Um, I would uh, uh, certainly pump the brakes on your your Justin Herbert take personally because I think that you just don't know. But it, it's, it's, if you've got the quarterback and they've already built a good team around it, and I think that they're still developing that team, but. If it's, if you're in a league where Patrick Mahomes is there, then you may well be right because maybe maybe now is Patrick Mahomes' time and Josh Allen's time to, to mm. go win everything until the until the end hey, of time. Hey,
1: it's a hot take, and that's why I'm labeling it as a hot take. I I just I don't know. I you're right. They've got a they've got a really excellent team around them uh-huh. um, on paper. Um, but yeah, just just stuff like you know that um. That, I'm just getting flashbacks as well to to last. Um, the last season mm-hmm. um, with the, you know, the the famous tie um, where they tied up you know, yeah. with the <laughs> um, uh, the Raiders. Or though they're about to tie up the Raiders, sorry, mm-hmm. and, um, the Raiders actually um,
0: and they call a timeout and then Raiders kick the winning field goal. Exactly.
1: I just think Chargers do Chargers things. I think Herbert's going to be a victim of that. It's nothing against him. Um, in fact, you know he's a mm-hmm. really excellent quarterback, and that's why I ran so highly. But I just, yeah, um, yeah, I would, he certainly has a
0: big monkey on his back. But that's something that the Chargers have really.
1: One other quick thing, I know we want to move okay. on to the next game, but mm-hmm. one other quick thing about that game that I want to point out is obviously this is um, you know all those people. There are a lot of people who are now saying the Chiefs. Uh, after they lost Tyreek Hill during the off season, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's just proving that once again, um, you know, it's not actually uh, a one man band with Tyreek Hill as uh, a deep threat weapon. Um, Patrick Mahomes, I understand, has a bit of a history of spreading the ball around. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they've uh, adjusted and adapted, and the Chiefs um, again, um, you know, uh, really strong side, uh, and they're proving yeah. it once
0: again. So yeah, yeah absolutely. I think uh, it's the, the team has adapted in, mm. like with the loss of Tyreek Hill. It was previously just a case of Mahomes could just run around, wait for uh, for Hill to get deep enough, and then just launch the goal ball. Whereas now uh, he has more 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 breadth to his options, and he's finding ways to utilize that. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is looking really good out the backfield. Um, yeah, he's got like they, they, they're probably like potentially a more complete passing team, um, and that probably makes him a better passer rather than just having to do that each time. But. You know, it's still nice to have Tyreek Hill there. Of course,
1: you wouldn't complain about that. But I guess you yeah, just losing that one weapon. Isn't uh, isn't a death kill to that? Uh, yeah, attempt. yeah. Although, anyway.
0: although although Hill did show up uh, very well in a, another game, we'll talk about yes, it later. Yes, um, But first of all, it was the bumble yeah. in the bayou as the Bucks finally beat the Saints in a regular season match. But Marshawn Marshawn Latimore and Mike Evans were ejected after a very hefty punch-up, which saw Evans receive a one-match suspension. Uh, once again, Mike Evans is on the like coming out worse from that match up there, given their history. Uh, looks like no more um, fines or suspensions will be coming out of that. Though uh, Brady was throwing around the surface pros once again, though as the defense stepped up to really help them out in this one. Uh, before he was able to seal the victory in the fourth quarter with his first touchdown pass, this time to Brashad Perryman in the absence of the likes of Mike Evans, popped up for the game-winning snag. Uh, the final score was 20 to 10. But yeah, this one was a real defensive battle. I heard that James Winston was actually playing with uh, four um, uh, fractures in his back, which sounds mm. incredibly painful. Uh, probably not something you should really be doing, usually. I'm pretty sure a doctor would tell you to rest under most circumstances. Um, but yeah, the, like the Saints, they had a, had a few uh, sneaky plays here. I, they, I think they definitely left something out in the field. But... For the most part, I think you should really put this one down to just being a really solid defensive game from two sides that have like uh, excellent lineups on that side of the ball. Agreed. Uh, it was, I think it was uh, Jamel Dean um, picked up the two, I'll have to like, clarify that, but I believe it was Jamel Dean who picked up uh, two of the, the best interceptions you're going to see this year, um, just to, to really rip that game from the Saints in the end, though. Anything further on that one, Eric? Are you uh, just like, nah? No, no,
1: no. Uh, yeah, great. Definite. Uh, it was definite, definitely a defensive sog. Um I feel like almost... Uh, I was watching uh, the What Week i uh, got here the week 15 game from last season, which Lynch. ended up in zero nine 9 the Saints. <laughs> and I thought we were going to have a very similar scoreline. It was um,
0: like 3-3 going into the like late third quarter, I yeah, think. Yeah, so.
1: exactly. And then obviously the Buccaneers just kind of ran away with the game. Um, I'm not sure um, uh, whether that was the Saints just being gassed, the Saints defense um, getting gassed uh, and running out of steam. Um but yeah, it was it was a really wild um, game, and obviously there was uh, I guess some heated tensions as you mentioned Brady throwing around on the surface. Mm. Um, pro, um, I, I, I thought there were going to be some fines um, Still to come around the fight uh, No more suspensions is what I heard But mm. I thought there was some fines still to come
0: Entirely possible
1: um, Because yeah there was obviously um, As you mentioned Mike Evans was suspended For a single game But um, there were, he was not the only person involved in that uh, It looked like it was initially <laughs> yeah. uh, a Lauda, Was it louder? Who's the um, Saints player? louder Mal? Lauda? Uh, well
0: it was uh, Marshall Lat- Lattimore Lattimore was,
1: sorry Lattimore. Um and uh, Brady obviously having words to begin with and then mm. Mike Evans uh, oh no uh, yeah there's fight, some John going letting on Lennon Fournette got, um, got a bit pushy and
0: then oh it's because um, Brady was moaning to the refs as he always does yeah. and it was and then I think like another like a Saints player was Lattimore or someone else just came in and went yeah yeah nah, nah I'm telling Brady listen to me referees is effectively what happened yeah. and then Mike Evans was like oh. I think
1: Fournette got a push in first and then um, yeah yeah, uh, the Saints player respond and then uh, yeah, um, Evans really came in Evan, very heavily. Evans hefty came after that. in and charging and pushed him Swimming. over. Yeah. yeah, and then all hell was. Yeah. yeah, obviously those teams they have a bit of a, a rivalry now. Um, going back, um, you know, uh, and, and the Saints seem to have Tom Brady's number for the most part. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, I think um, Tom Brady Pretty um, I guess uh, Maybe not happy With the result <laughs> I um, But I think um, I think he's going to At least be satisfied That he got the win Yeah Over the Saints After what looked like It was going to be a repeat Of uh, The Their previous meetup Their last meetup in, yeah. in last season
0: And like We won't dwell on this one too too much longer but um they're obviously with, with brady not performing so well in his first two games but I mean, actually he, he was he was all right in this game considering everything that was going yeah. on around him he had actually like a pretty good game and um, just wasn't able to get the touchdowns on the board but you're gonna have people start coming out of the woodwork saying oh is everything all right at home tom is giselle yeah. still not happy with you like are you on the, the down oh here you're you're not going to to training on wednesdays anymore you're getting exemptions for that Like, it's not gonna matter. Like, Brady's still gonna come out of this and he's Going to be as good as he has always been.
1: Brady, will be fine. I think. It, I think it's just a matter of you know when you get to a team that has your number that well. And I mean, how old is he now? Forty four. Yo, know, forty five. There's going to be some wear and tear to the man at this point, right? You'd he's think not, so. He's not going to be. He's not going to be the Tom Brady of like you know the the early two thousands or you know the the, the decades. People have been saying that I, since twenty thirteen. I, I think. I know. I know. But yo, know, he, yeah, you know, he's not going to be. Um, quite the same. Obviously, can you still win a Super Bowl? Hundred percent. But uh,
0: yeah, you know. Yeah. I was say exaggerations of any decline. <laughs> are very frequent around here. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll move on and uh, maybe spot this one a little bit because it was a real crazy end of the game, as uh, the Browns were well ahead in this one before the Jets scored two touchdowns after the two-minute warning. Immediately after Nick Chubb seemed to have put the game beyond doubt, but had Nick Chubb just sat at the one yard line instead of scoring, it would have all been over. Um, when the Browns then missed the PAT, it was certainly a sign of things to come. Uh, Joe Flacco certainly had other ideas as he led two incredible touchdown drives, interspersed with a very rare onside kick recovery. Uh, Garrett Wilson just jumped off the screen with this one with a hundred yards and two scores to instantly ink himself into to Jets folklore. Uh, 31-30, the scores at the doors at the end. Absolute incredible comeback from the Jets. And yeah, Joe Flacco just looking like peak Joe Flacco. Actually, Probably even better than peak Joe Flacco because he played better in this game than he did, with certainly with the Broncos, uh, but also with the Ravens as well. Um, yeah, incredible scenes.
1: Yeah, I, um, I, w- I, w- I wasn't actually watching this game too closely because I, I guess I thought this game would be kind of a blowout. Um, and how wrong I was. Well, I mean, it looked like it was over. Yeah. I mean, you know, you see the Jets in week one versus the, the Ravens, and obviously we know the Ravens are an insanely good team, uh, and you see the uh, the Jets be basically anemic and unable to really do anything. Yeah. Uh, so you think even with their amazing, um, their amazing, I think everyone can acknowledge that they're, kind of draft, um, their draft class has been really good. They did a really it looks, good uh, Literally good on paper, yeah. Um, but maybe, maybe you know, we're thinking, oh, well, at least I was. Maybe they just need some time to kind of um, you know, let the let the rookies kind of develop and stuff. But I, I think, uh, and I mean, I guess we don't really know where the Browns are at the moment with um, you know them not having uh, them using their backup quarterback at the moment um, mm-hmm. for reasons we we'ren't going to. Yep, um, <laughs> you're you're
0: well versed in this now. Good job. But uh,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I um. I certainly expected the Browns to be able to just um, uh, demolish the Jets. I was certainly expecting it to be pretty much boy and you know uh, watching the red zone look similar that way uh, for most of the game. So yeah, really, really shocking um, surprise there. I mean, as a Steelers fan, always happy to see the Browns um, you know uh, <laughs> end up like that. Um, you know, uh, it means that the table is uh, still up in the air. Um, so yeah, uh, Good game. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think um, like for, for the Browns, obviously, this one's really going to sting. Um, like Jacoby Brissett, for the most part, played a decent game. Uh, Nick Chubb, like uh, certainly on fire from a scoring standpoint with three touchdowns, but maybe he shouldn't have had that last one and then they would have won the game. It's, a very, it's one of those interesting uh, situations where you're just like, look, if you just don't score... And it's fine.
1: There was another one I can't remember the game. You'll be able to remember this year, Where the the guy he tried to get the touchdown. Oh no! He, and then he, he tried not to. He, and then he decided not to try and get the touchdown. And he fell back into the yes. And he was
0: upset with himself. Yeah, yeah I can't. Yeah. I can't remember which game that was. But there's been a few instances of things like this happening. I remember things like I uh, was at Todd Gurley realized at one point when he was running in for a touchdown that he shouldn't score, mm. and then someone from the other team pushed, pushed him in. Down, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's just so strange. And
1: that's a that's a that's the kind of like football with like right? That you just can't teach, right? That yeah. Kind of like push them into the end zone. So your team, like obviously, you know, they're on the one line, the one yard line. They're going to get a touchdown, or at least you know they're just going to drive it in.
0: Just get just get it back. So you've got some time to exactly. at least go for something. 100%. But um, I know the, the the whole thing about win probability here. So apparently after. Uh, so, just like to think just before Nick Chubb scored that touchdown, if yep. I may have also been just after as well, the win probability was 99.9% for the Browns. So, it just goes to show you that you never give oh. up in the NFL. It is not over until the fat lady sings. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's part, part of what makes it beautiful.
1: In well, like the fact,
0: there's the Jets as well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would like to have seen what the uh, the the paying odds um, for like the TAB or Vegas would be for to for the Jets to win that. Um, because man, if I could trail back, you know, in time, put you know a couple of uh, G's on the Jets winning that game, and whew,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, would have been would have been all right there, wasn't it? But um, yeah, anyway, the, the the Jets managed to um, claim their first win of the season. And um, although they didn't look great for the entire game, they certainly managed to pull it out of the bag in the end. 31-30 in the end. Uh, now, they aren't the only New York team we're doing all right. Um, there must be something wrong here, but it definitely says that the New York Giants are 2-0. Wow. Like, yeah. It was far from glamorous uh, in this game, uh, but Brian Dayball is finding ways for Big Blue to win on their way to their first 2-0 start in 13 years! 13 years! Now, Daniel Jones, far from the perfect passer in this one, but he had a couple of important rushes to keep their noses in front. <coughs> uh, Baker Mayfield's struggles to continue, continued behind a woeful offensive line in Charlotte as they fall to 0-2 themselves, and the knives might be out for Matt Rule there. Giants ended up claiming it in the Graham Gano revenge game with a, a field goal uh, with about a minute left to run out 19-16 winners.
1: Yeah, the, the Giants. Uh, how often would we, you know, who would have picked us that the Giants be top of the table after week two? It's only week two. <laughs> you yeah, know, there's another, uh, you yeah, know, another. <laughs> Uh, fifteen or sixteen weeks of, of play, but yeah. It's sort oh of, well, I,
0: I think that now technically, since like that, that table will now have updated because the Eagles will have. Oh, sorry. Leap, no, them. no,
1: no, 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 no. The Eagles are actually um, that still got them as second. The Giants are two. still in first. Just yep. be
0: like, like a points differential.
1: Like, uh, perhaps. I and mean, this is just from Google. But yeah. yeah. Um, Giants are currently listed as first, mm-hmm. two and oh, and the Eagles are two and oh as well. Second, cow- ca- Commanders one and one, and then the Cowboys uh, one and one.
0: Personally, I think I might still just give the Eagles the edge over the Giants, but uh, it's alright. We'll let we'll let Google off with that one. But um
1: well yeah, save it for my one of my hot takes like
0: Oh, yeah. I'll still see how hot that one goes. Yeah. But um yeah, it was uh, an, an interesting one for, for, for the Giants there. Um again, nothing particularly glamorous. Come come out with a victory. Um, but yeah, it's just another story of mediocrity on the side of the Panthers. Like not even mediocrity; they were uh, down, downright poor, especially in the passing game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey still looking solid, but Baker Mayfield just can't function behind a bad offensive line like the one he has in Carolina. It's just it's problematic, and uh, yeah, I don't see this team improving.
1: Yeah, uh, I I agree, and I don't think it's a Baker Mayfield uh, issue. Um, as a I guess uh, it's I not
0: entirely his fault, no, but I, I he's he's not someone who can lift cope. Their, yeah, he, he's he's not going to struggle. Sorry, he's not going to cope particularly well with a poor offensive line. I think mm. if you put him behind a good offensive line, Baker Mayfield could be a solid quarterback in this league. But that's not what he's got in Carolina.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, you, you're probably right. I feel like um, the Matt Rules uh, time is, is probably um, slipping away. Uh, I don't think he's much longer on, in, in that role. But um, you know, I guess we'll see. Um, I, I think um, I, I think though they should probably give Baker Mayfield another year um, opportunity um, and j- just see how He's they better they
0: than Sam Darnold, I thing yeah. there.
1: And uh, the other thing I just wanted to touch on, uh, uh, Brian, uh, I'm not sure he you pronounce his last Dayball. name. Dayball. Dayball. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on him as head coach, the Giants? I uh, Just kind of my initial um, gut reaction, just watching, you know, seeing some of the locker room and that sort of thing after their wins. And just like, um, you know, watching press conferences with him. I kind of get, uh, obviously not uh, making, you know, that kind of, uh, bit, kind of making a loose comparison to um, Dan Campbell head coach okay, the clients yep. in terms of that kind of you know, making the team want to kind of walk, uh, run through a, a wall yes. yeah the, exactly. the energy that he brings, the energy that he brings, yeah, and, and kind of having those um, kind of tough conversations with um, uh, uh, the quarterback, um, yeah. Jones, yeah, um, Daniel, Jones yeah. Daniel Jones, yeah, when he threw that uh, pretty dodgy um, throw that uh, resulted in an in a interception, I think it was into the end zone, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, I guess, just bring that kind of like um, passion, I think that the, the, the the Giants look like a completely different team yeah. um, with him uh, at the at the helm. It's just my kind of. Um, there's, a,
0: there's a right way to bring the intensity, and in. I think the Dabo yeah. seems to be doing that at the moment. Now, like, you can't necessarily change the culture overnight, but he's doing a pretty 100%. decent job. Of it and,
1: and do I think this is going to be a team that you know ends up you know winning the division? No, I think I think this is you know, the the first two games. Um, I, I think you know, still we're looking at probably a team that's going to be lot like. Maybe six wins total, um, sort of thing, and that's probably being a bit generous. But yeah, you know, I think it's a, it's a good start now uh, for the Giants, and I think it, uh, you know, um, it's promising uh, from that from the organisation.
0: Yeah, man. In terms of like that, it's like two and zero. Oh, um, yeah. It's the best possible start. You just got to keep it going. Um, yeah. Obviously, um, you can't face the Panthers every week, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, like Brian Dayball has certainly had one of the best uh, head starts for for a brand new head coach. Um,
1: the organisation that's historically struggled, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. But like, and obviously, my, my main thing I want to see is, can he elevate Daniel Jones? And I I think that he's, he's going to be all right to bring him up to a reasonable level, but Jones might not be the answer. I think he's a viable quarterback in this league, but... I don't think he's going to be able to do the same thing as he could with, like, so Josh Allen, for example. Of course not. But then again, who can you do that with?
1: I feel like the Giants are going to be one of those teams where next season they're going to be keeping an eye on um, the quarterback class and just seeing what's available.
0: Always um, monitor it, man. Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess but yeah, one of those teams that, like, has a more invested interest than perhaps some other teams that, you know, would totally so, so they will anyway
0: yeah. yeah I would say so uh, Matt rule definitely um, has his uh, has his butt heating up right now he needs to needs to watch himself don't really think that he's going to be in that chair for too much longer though unfortunately for him great guy but clearly struggling as a head coach um, now Eric the uh, the Steelers welcomed the New England Patriots to Pittsburgh in what was a predominantly defensive battle I think it must be said. But Mac Jones managed to hook up nicely with Nelson Aguilar, uh, especially on a mossing forty-four-yard touchdown. Uh, the Steelers just kinda looked to be searching for answers in this one, Eric, in the 17-14 loss.
1: Yeah, that that, that um that touchdown was particularly painful. Um uh with a spoon. Believe, a spoon, a spoon yeah. weathers. He he did a perfect job in coverage. Um, and the ball was coming right to him, and um, uh, what was the name of the, the wide receiver sorry Nelson Aguilar Nelson Aguilar he just uh, went over him and just picked the ball right out of um Witherspoon's uh, I guess arms basically and uh, but, yeah, yeah was,
0: Aguilar had that step he was able to turn around and see the ball before Witherspoon was Witherspoon just couldn't get his arm up in the right area
1: Witherspoon Oh Witherspoon had his eye on the ball mm-hmm. he was kind of receiving it kind of in front of his chest mm-hmm. in front of him Um, he'd if he'd kind of like reached out it, yeah, it's, it's
0: hard. It's hard to high point when you're running like that. 100 oh, percent. Well, I can verify that myself. <laughs>
1: but yeah, like uh, he. I guess um, at, at, that 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 touchdown though was was heartbreaking to watch because uh, mm. I think if that touchdown hadn't have happened, I think the whole game looks entirely different.
0: Oh well, yeah, because it would have been fourteen ten.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, um, but yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. I'm, I'm the, being facetious here.
0: The the Steelers defense
1: was once again. Dominant. Um, Mika Fitzpatrick has turned out to be one of the um, Steelers' best trades, I think, they've ever made with the Dolphins.
0: I mean, he's he's certainly playing very well in these first two games. It's it's that whole consistency thing, and and like with it being for what they gave up for him, and he's a safety. It's hard to always impact the game a lot from there, but he's he's started off very well this season. Absolutely. Well, I mean,
1: you you say that, but didn't you look at the? the Bengals game last week and they 100% yeah. lose that game if they don't have yeah that's what I'm saying he, he he changed
0: different. the game he last did. year, yeah. and I
1: think I think you're right sure the safety position maybe you know is, is hard to have that big a step on the game until you have a talent like um, like him like Mika Fitzpatrick I think he is I think he's worth every dollar of that bumper contract they paid him mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah I think uh, he's he's one of their uh, he's kind of that, that um, obviously we've got TJ Watt and mm-hmm. um, uh, Cameron Haywood on the defense, and he is another pivotal player in that team, um, uh, you know, if you lose him, uh, it would be, you know, it'd be huge for the team. So yeah, I think um, he, he played out of his mind, um, the, also the, um, uh, I think it's, uh, what's his name, Sutton, uh, that um, camera son, yeah camera son, that interception that he almost had on matt jones that was breaking as well yeah and then to follow that, that up, happens uh, to follow that the uh punt um uh that, um uh god's uh, i'm now having a mind blank um i don't even know how to pronounce his name uh, he's ex, he's ex new england as well which makes it even more painful um uh,
0: uh, is this on
1: Steelers? Is this uh, Steelers, uh, like,
0: a, like a kick returner? Yeah, or? punt returner. Uh, uh, what's his name? My oh balls. boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, no, no pressure.
1: Uh, Gunner Rzeszke. Thank you. Yes, Gunner That was brutal as well. Yeah. It gave up basically the ball on a goal, like the, the five-yard line or something. Like that, and then you just can't do that. Uh, that's your. You know, yeah, it's your most important job and you can't do that because, yeah, that turned it all of a sudden into, yeah, like a, a 17-10, I think, score or, or whatever it was. And that, that was just brutal. Yeah. um So, yeah, really heartbreaking game to watch. um The the Steelers, I think, on defence, I, I think
0: this defence is... Still solid. The defence is, well.
1: is, is fantastic. And I think uh, they made some really good signings in the offseason, like Miles Jack, um, to really shore up the run defence because they yeah. had the worst... Uh, they ranked thirty first or 32nd second in terms of uh, run defence yeah. last season trail admins
0: um, look really good in this one as well from what I saw
1: yeah yeah um, and uh, so I think the defence is, is all shored up it's it's really on the offensive side and I don't think mm. even though the offensive line is ranked as one of the worst I don't actually think the, the, the issue lies the offensive line the, I, I, think, I don't
0: think they were too bad this week they're um, actually very
1: serviceable they're not they're not amazing but they're very serviceable um, they're not really creating like the running plays I think like you obviously want to see for like Najee Harris or Jalen Waddell who, uh, or Warren mm-hmm. uh, who's been really good uh, as like an undrafted um, uh, free agent so I think that uh, that was a really good pickup as well yeah. but um, yeah just I, uh, and I don't want to say like they should be starting Kenny Pickett um, but that the quarterback play has just not been um, what's required because it's insane mm-hmm. the talent they have on the wide receiver and that the, the whole team's loaded which is even it's, it's even more puzzling how they just can't string stuff together. I guess I don't want to immediately blame Matt Canada, either. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's really just bewildering. Because, yeah, they've got, they've got bumper talent in the wide receiver thing, so they shouldn't be having issues connecting with wide receivers, but they just seem to be doing these weird plays. They're just going for short yardage. They didn't really it out. Um, they got George Pickens. They only targeted him like three times. He's I only got
0: one catch so far this for, like, season. Twenty four yards or something. Yeah, it's, it was not, yeah. It, it, it's
1: it's it's it's. Is
0: he it's, is he is he the one that needs to step up here? Is, if, if, I, if you have a player step up, I mean, I mean, obviously you you do well, need better quarterback play because Trubisky wasn't great in this one. No, it's so a lot wasn't. of dink and dunk. It needs to be. you need to have like a further depth of target.
1: Well, I, I don't think I am not sure I, I I guess it's hard to see when the camera isn't panning uh, and obviously when <laughs> you get so sick of the game that you switched off, which I probably shouldn't do. I probably should be watching the full game. But I am I'm, I'm more of the opinion that it's a, a scheme uh, issue and a um, a they, a lot of the players were making the um, saying and I guess main you know they're, they're not going to um, say anything too controversial, but they were saying yeah, that yeah. it had an identity problem on offense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I don't think it's the players' fault. I think it's more coaching and staffing. Mm. But
0: yeah, I would say it's probably somewhere between the two. Like yeah. you, could, you could do it with better players, um, but uh, in order to work with what you've got, sure. Uh, like yeah. I, I don't think that they're winning the Super Bowl this season or anything like uh, that by any stretch. Yeah, but yeah, I um, agreed, agreed. But like on their on their day, they could still cause some problems. Seventeen uh, fourteen was the final score in that one. Yeah. Now, remember a couple of weeks ago. Now, I'm speaking to, to the listeners here. This is me reaching out into podcast sure. land here. But a couple of weeks ago, I said that Frank Reich had a wild card hot seat candidate uh, hanging over him. And that's looking a little more serious now as they are embarrassed once again by the Jacksonville Jaguars by putting up a bagel in a 24-0 demolition. Matt Ryan is having some real struggles in this offense behind an offensive line that just seems to have disintegrated before our very eyes. I mean, just who are Matt Pryor and Danny Pinter, and why are they allowing about three pressures each per game? It's just a real problem. And he's not getting any help from his receivers either, as Michael Pittman was held out with a quad injury and absolutely nobody came in to fill his void. Who matron. <laughs> uh, the Colts may be spiraling, but the Jags continue their ascendancy as Trevor Lawrence put together one of his most professional performances in the NFL to date going 25-30 for 235 yards and two scores, dealing like a croupier down in Duval. The Jags' defence might be coming together along nicely too, as Josh Allen picked up two sacks and Trevon Walker was also causing problems there. So, yeah, I think the the main thing we should, like, talk about here is what's wrong with the Colts?
1: I think there's a lot wrong with the Colts. Um, I think last season was a bit of a... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. An, an aberration? I, I, I don't even know how, like, how we'd start listing all the issues of the Colts. Um, I think the yeah, last season was a bit of an anomaly in terms of how well we did. Uh, obviously, uh, I had, as you mentioned previously, I had JT in my um, mm-hmm. fantasy league and you know, he carried me all the way to the, the championship. But um, you can't build a team on a running back alone. Uh, and
0: um, Especially not without a very, very good offensive line. Which they had last season, it right? certainly did. And it has just regressed to a rather worrying concern level now. Um, like other than Quentin Nelson, who didn't even have his best game in this game, certainly by a long, long way. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a real problem there. Um, and I think that if, if, if it stays like this, they could be the team to really end up having to prop up this division. <laughs> It's a problem. Like, they, like at this rate, they could get beaten by the Texans, which is saying something because like, we have no faith in the Texans.
1: Well, they they did draw with the Texans, didn't they?
0: Yeah, indeed. But yeah. like, I'm saying, they like, if, the, if they in were the to, if, they, if they were to play that game again, the yeah, Texans yeah. should
1: have won that the game. Texans, yeah, yeah. When, when did they actually face each other? Um, uh, not not, not later on in the year, yeah. but I wouldn't,
0: wouldn't worry about that anyway. But um, yeah, but the but the, the, like, it's a team that has gone from good to very good to just about there. And now they seem to be falling off a cliff. And of course, there's overreactions. Like They're they're, own, they're all one and one now. It's the same thing with the
1: Giants, right? So, I mean, there's two weeks, right? You can't... Yeah,
0: but it's too too early. But yeah. like you still have to be concerned. Now, I think the, the Colts are a team that have quite historically started slow for whatever reason. So maybe we just need to give it some time. Uh, I don't think they were very good at this point last year, but maybe they'll just pick up ahead of steam. Maybe they'll pick up someone else in free agency. Like but
1: everything else You say that But the, the, I guess the, the thing is right Those last two games were supposed to be The two games That you just like You know You just dunk Right And mm-hmm. you, you start off Two and I And then you got The challenging The challenging teams Because next up They've got the Chiefs mm. um, they got the Titans Ooh. The Broncos wow. they got the Jags again mm-hmm. um, Again the Titans uh, Yeah so I mean uh, I'm just looking at The overall schedule uh, they got the Eagles Later on Which is I think is and the Vikings, the Charges, um, so yeah, they've got they've actually got a pretty easy schedule um, for the most part. But you just can't be dropping those those quote unquote easy wins.
0: Oh, right? well, these two, these first two games are supposed to be easy wins for a team like yeah. the Colts. It's supposed to be very well constructed, but they just weren't doing it on, on offense, and they weren't particularly good on defense either. Whereas Jacksonville really showed up to the plate with Josh Allen, uh, like grading really highly. Adam Gotsis uh, for some reason jumping out here, although he had very minimal snaps uh devon lloyd um like seemed to play pretty well linebacker Uh, um yeah it was just it was just working for them um i think i think the jags actually have a pretty good um defense this year Um, they're pulling themselves together
1: yeah i I think um that that's probably one of their their strengths and i guess um if you can call that um and i guess the question (laughs) is can they can they hold it together um i guess can moving forward um because they actually also have a uh, a pretty challenging uh, schedule ahead, and um, they've got similar teams they're facing the Eagles uh, the chiefs as well yeah um, so
0: yeah they do face the the SE West um yeah I think um just you, you've just got to be concerned for the for the Colts more than you'd be um like pleased for how the jags are doing here but like it's good to see that the Jags are maybe heading in the right direction here. Um, I think they're, they're they're quite well coached, but yeah, like just I'm I'm on high alert for Frank Reich these days. I think so. Mm. But anyway, uh, let's not dwell on it for too much longer because we've got a whole bunch of games still to get through yeah. and not oh, enough geez. time to do it. And so I was watching this one for a wee while. I was watching this one for a wee while and gave up and went back to Red Zone. Uh, at least I got to uh, see Tua throw touchdown after touchdown, as the Dolphins scored four touchdowns in the fourth quarter alone to come back from 14-35 down to beat the very confused Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore, 42-38. So after a really shaky start with two picks, Tua Tagovailoa began torching the Ravens secondary, throwing dart after dart to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell in particular each of whom had over 150 yards and two scores, including the game-winning seven-yarder to waddle with 19 seconds remaining in regulation to complete the stunning comeback and steal Lamar Jackson's thunder after an excellent performance, including drawing level with Michael Vick in his 11th 100-yard rushing performance. Mm. But who cares about that? Tua threw six touchdowns, 469 yards, and surely ends up with all the accolades. Eric, are you a believer in Tua? And is Mike McDaniel getting this exactly right?
1: I think, as a fellow left-hander, I am a believer of tour. Um, I don't okay. think it's just tour. That's thing. a stretch. I don't think. It, I don't think. Hey, there, there are many of us. There are dozens of us. Yeah. I, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't think it's purely a tour thing. I think it's just more the dolphins. Um, I think you, you saw that last season as well. Uh, where they they started off like 0-5 or something like that and mm-hmm. they, Yep, they, they shot themselves in the foot to begin with yeah and then they just came back and just we win after win after win um and um i think i think the dolphins are definitely uh heading in the right direction i don't think it's just a tour thing though i think it's i think it's um wider than that um uh, I, I think the Dolphins, after that game, uh, th- this was one of my games to watch um, for the
0: league. 100%. Because I think the... One <laughs> well, of the games of the year already. Well, yeah, I mean, even,
1: even before the game. Because I think that game mm. is going to give us a really good picture of what, what team the Dolphins are and what team and what team the Ravens are. And actually, I was impressed by both of them. Um, uh, the Dolphins, I think, are going to be one of... Um, I think they're going to be one of the best teams um, from... Uh, from that I mean but it, it's difficult right because they're also in there with the Bills uh, it's up and down yeah exactly yeah.
0: it's hard to do that Like I, I think that they aren't going to be throwing six touchdowns every week of course but not. they're going to be uh, a team that can do some things like this against good teams on a week to week basis uh, and they're going to be there and thereabouts yeah. towards the end of the season they'll cause problems I'm actually I'm really excited to see uh, when they do play the Bills because I reckon that will be a very interesting matchup or the Bills will just completely stuff them and just put them back in their box or I, whatever. But, I
1: don't think they're going to shut them out. I think it will be an interesting matchup. But mm-hmm. I think I think the Bills are the better team. Uh, yeah. But I think the Dolphins are, are definitely. Um, they, uh, I think they're going to secure a, a playoff um, playoff spot. Yeah, I've but, I probably
0: got them in the wild cards here. Um, I think that the, the, the 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 addition of the likes of Tron Armstead to this team has just really made the difference because the offensive line was absolute garbage for so long but they have made a concerted effort to get the right players in there. It's not just been a case of get what we can sort of, it's no, this is a concerted effort to go and get the right players for this team, for this system, to just basically say, Tua, it's it's yours now, you've got to go out there, you play the way you want to play. Uh, Or rather, the way that I tell you to play, if you're Mike McDaniel. So um, yeah, he was incredible, Uh, Tyreek Hill, was just blowing past players, um, like, play after play. Um, on, on, and Waddle,
1: Waddle put up insane numbers yeah, as well.
0: Absolutely. like It's a, like the speed on that Dolphins wide receiving core. Mm. And also in the the running back room as well, because you've got Raheem Mostert, who might actually be the fastest person on the team. If they don't make like the they well. so can
1: just, I don't know, go for the Olympics, Olympics. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, on the Baltimore side you know Mark Andrews was looking looking really good again Rashad Bateman um, had some had some incredible plays including a great downfield heave for I think it was about 60 odd yards for a touchdown uh, Isaiah Likely uh, 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 a very very rare position obviously um, a, a new, new tight end he is a brand new rookie but come out and look pretty good in this one as well had some nice grabs um, but yeah Lamar Lamar Jackson he he wasn't Perfect somehow, but like he was putting up the right sort of numbers on the scoreboard, and is like his running running ability obviously changes the game in this as well. well what but he like must a 60,
1: be sixty yards Oh Oh no, seventy nine yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was uh, yeah what what an insane run! That that's uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's his longest run. Um, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah, what what an what an insane athlete. Is um, is
0: unique in this league. I mean, there's players who are sort of like him, but no one who can do it at that sort of level, at that sort of speed. Um yeah, like you must just be totally gutted if you're the Ravens at the moment because you had this one in the bag and your mm. defense just capitulated. Like yeah. do not let them off the hook here. They were great for the first three quarters of this game mm. and then just had an all-time meltdown in the second half. Mm. But hey, it happens.
1: I think just quickly with the Ravens as well, will be interesting to see how the running back situation develops because they've mm. got like five running backs um, there. Um, obviously, um, uh, I guess it's just interesting to see which one will actually be. Um, their running back kind of, um, their running back one Um, going forward. Obviously, I think uh, Dobbins. But J.K. Dobbins
0: should come back and he should be. Be the number one. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I guess in the interim, who's their running back number one? And I guess, will they actually be able to succeed at the running game? Because that's historically been, um, I guess, one of their strengths, right? Yeah, Um, I think
0: right right now you'll have Canyon Drake in there as like a pass catching back. Uh, Justice Hill um, Mm -hmm. is pretty good as a pass blocker, actually, in this one, Um, and and he's probably your more 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 downhill sort of guy. But you do have likes of Mike Davis in there who could be a bit of a bowling ball. Mm -hmm. But once J.K. Dobbins is back in there, that's when you could potentially see this offense just notch up a gear.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: Because he's capable of finding these holes and hitting them just just quicker than those other guys. and, and that can really be the difference in games like this. Because, I mean,
1: you say that the defense, like, um, yeah, obviously, um, gas downs or, you know, basically drop ball in the second half, right? But, but the Dolphins were able to score, um, what was it, like three unanswered touchdowns, right? Yeah. And, I mean, at a certain point, right, obviously, the defense shouldn't be giving up three touchdowns. But oh, also, yeah. they're unanswered touchdowns, right? So, obviously, so the, the offense, offense would, has a responsibility exactly, as well. Exactly, yeah. So, if the offense had put up seven more points or even three more points, right, mm-hmm. that... that Um, that game uh, ends up very differently so yeah yeah,
0: you can't can't take your foot off the gas yeah you
1: can't obviously as you said you can't uh, let the you know you can't let the um defense off easy but i think um you know the offense although they put up 38 points which should be enough to win any Mm -hmm. uh, most games you know obviously they didn't do enough here
0: either that's just just how it works in this Mm -hmm. league and again just another crazy game just really showcasing the beauty of the nfl uh, speaking of the beauty of the NFL, the Lions, they got their win.
1: They did get their win earlier boy. than last season as well. <laughs>
0: yes, considerably so. And boy, are they fun to watch at the moment. Uh, they beat the Commanders 36 uh, 27, thanks in large part to Amin Ross St. Touchdown Brown and his two touchdowns on the day. He has now scored in six straight games, tying Herman Moore and Calvin Johnson for franchise record. Uh, Second overall pick, Aiden Hutchinson, was feasting on offensive line all day, again, ooh, matron, uh, to the tune of three sacks. Uh, The offensive line continues to dominate up front, and they honestly might be the best in the league right now. Uh, On the Washington side of the ball, Carson Wentz is still putting up good fantasy numbers, Jahan Dotson looks really handy uh, across from Scary Terry, and uh, Curtis Samuel had his annual good game, so he'll disappear now. (laughs) <laughs> Never to be seen of again. Probably an injury. Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's gone. Yeah. Someone like uh, yeah, just had the, the finger click and he's disappeared again. But um, yeah, just a, like another high-scoring, entertaining game from uh, from the Lions. If they can shore up on defense, this is an offense which is really cooking right now.
1: Yeah. They're looking really good. I guess this is that comment that we made earlier around you know uh, the the team wanting to run through a uh, a brick wall um, for Dan Campbell. Hmm. I watched. Um, I'm not sure if you've watched it yet. The um the I hard knocks. Knox. Yes, I
0: watched every what episode.
1: An, what what a show. And I mean like last season was the Cowboys, eh? You know like you know not really that I guess. in maybe the endearing, maybe it's not the right word, but mm. uh, but the Lions, man, they're just one of those teams that you want to love. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're gritty, they kind of... Um, gritty you know, is
0: the operative word, definitely.
1: They, they um you know, they, they've always... The historic, well, in the last couple of years, well, historically they have struggled, but since I've been watching, they have, they have struggled and you just feel bad for them because, you know, it was like the Baltimore Ravens game where, you know, that record long punt or record long kick and it bounces off the crossbar Mm. and and you know it's just heartbreaking it's got to be heartbreaking is it It's got to be depressing as a lions fan but you know now they're actually you know they they put they actually competed with the eagles last week as well Yeah, yeah yeah And then they actually beat the Commanders, which although the Commanders probably not um, the strongest team, you know, it, it, well, I
0: think they're capable. Like, the, the Commanders are a team which should be capable of actually putting together a result on the right mm. week, but um, like like they did last last week, right? But they, they, they were certainly there for the taking, mm. um, and yeah, the Lions could be really pleased with themselves uh, and like happy with a one on one start.
1: Hundred percent, yeah, no, really good game for the Lions.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I wish I could dwell on it for longer, but we yeah. really do need to move on. Apologies. Uh, it's
1: the Steelers. It's <laughs> quite, quite alright.
0: Um, in San Francisco, the 49ers 27-7 victory over Seattle was greatly overshadowed by Trey Lance's season-ending broken ankle. So, as someone who watched live as he tried to stand on it without realising the extent of the damage, trust me when I say it was gruesome. Um, so, there was talk of the 49ers wanting to wait for a QB to go down and around the NFL this year so they could really maximise Jimmy Garoppolo's trade value. Little did they know that they would be the ones who really needed Jimmy to answer the call.
1: Man, that trade really worked out for the, the, <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. the 49ers, eh?
0: Yeah, you, you can't help but think it would have been nice for them to just you know, have him in the building a bit earlier because like, as they were looking to trade him, they just didn't let him train. Yeah. So that was a bit of a problem, but you know, Jimmy wasn't spectacular in his return, but he looked to be a little more inspired to sling it with a 9.6 yard average depth of target. Uh, he ran a square on the ground as well as slinging one to Ross Dwelly. So I guess the, the main question now is, well first of all, our thoughts are with Trey Lance. Um, mm. This was supposed to be his opportunity, you didn't even really get to see anything from him before this happened. Uh, last week was an absolute washout and he'd only thrown three passes in this game before going down so how does this return shape up for Jimmy G and the 49ers this season
1: it's a weird one because I, I don't know what to make of the 49ers obviously last season they mm-hmm. made a real run um, uh, and they looked really promising um with, with Jimmy EG at the um at the helm uh and obviously Debo Samuel in, in the yep. in the backfield.
0: Yeah <laughs> you've got Carshar and Hancon players, yeah. it's like there's always something
1: and I'm a, there. And then also Ayuk, I think, is 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 really good as well. Had him on my fantasy league last season. <laughs> uh, I think he's he's really good as well. So like the, the team the team seems really good. Uh I, I, I guess I don't know where they stand. And it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Obviously Trey Art's out for the season. Um oh. fingers crossed for a speedy recovery. But I guess it, it's hard to know with all the media speculation, but is this is this going to be... Is Trey Long's going to get another chance?
0: I mean, I think the fact that they've brought Jimmy G back for, for one last roll of the dice here, um, and it just, it's just so happens to have worked out so well in their favour, because there would have been no one else out there like Jimmy who can come in there. He of knows course, the offence. Yeah. He knows the players. The players apparently love him. Um, so he's probably the best man for the job just now. And arguably, some might say better than Trey Lance anyway, but it's impossible to say. But yeah. like jimmy, Jimmy's jimmy been involved in this team. He's not going to be spectacular, but sure. he's going to come in there, he's going to have workmanlike he's gonna performances, solid. he's going to be a guy who's going to come in, he's going to complete 12 of 22 and two touchdowns every week, maybe a pick every now and again. But if you just get this offense working in the way that it's supposed to be, you get Debo Samuel coming on those end rounds. Mm. You're getting Brandiuk involved in the game. Like, there's weapons and creativity at play here. Uh, they'll have George Kittle back soon as well, who yep. really helps really, really shore up that team. And he was just questionable
1: for this game, so there was an
0: opportunity he could have played. But yeah, but he was called out call call at the end, yeah. So it sounds like he'll probably,
1: I mm. imagine then he'll probably play next week. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, it's still a very good caliber team mm-hmm. here. Um, I think that they're going to give anyone a run for their money. And... Um, like they could still win this division with Jimmy Garoppolo there, because that's like the way that they're structured just seems to work that way. Especially if on the other side you have someone like Nick Bosa, who is just absolutely shredding a it there. Yes, yeah. um, another um, season high at this early stage in the season, uh, ninety pass grade on uh, just 25 uh, pass washing snaps. Um, yeah, it's it's there, there, there's there's plenty to go with this team. I don't think that they're in, in a real rut without Trey Lance but it was that whole thing about you didn't know what Lance could be you could see him out there just just readying himself to go for these big runs sling the ball 70 yards downfield that was the excitement that we were hoping to see and we've been robbed of it
1: yeah and I'm, I guess it comes back to my question though like is, are we going to get another chance with Trey Lance right he's going to be out for a year um you know um obviously yeah, there'd been kind of media speculation that the team wasn't happy with him to date. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens uh, mm-hmm. next season. Uh, obviously, it was already spicy enough this preseason yeah. Um with what was happening in the quarterback room, but I think we'll have a very similar situation again <laughs> yeah. um, next season. I
0: think depending on his recovery, um, the only real thing that could prevent him from taking the job back again would be if Jimmy G actually wins the Super Bowl this time. Um, because that's that's it but like the, the, Jimmy he's not going to be there at the end of the season I think he's going to move on so they're going to say like, well what are other options other than to give this rookie well not rookie the third year pro by this point mm. next year another shot Um unless something else happens but yeah he's still going to be the guy that they're going to try and go on with yeah Okay. Um, as, as for the Seahawks um they were held to a lot of short completions but just couldn't get things going on the ground like they always want to um, yep. After the high of the, the win against Denver last week, uh, Gino, very workmanlike. But man, I don't want to talk about the Seahawks anymore. They're just, they're, they were not particularly good in this one. They weren't just they were just so short and within themselves. They weren't really trying to win this game. And there's a few, a few teams that did that through the course of this this week as well, actually. They um, weren't the same team that crashed.
1: The Broncos the week before, right? We'll get on to that later. Uh,
0: The Los Angeles Rams dominated the Atlanta Falcons for most of the game, but they let them sneak back in it uh, right towards the end when anything could have happened. And like Marcus Mariota was ready to sling up there and give his receiver a chance, only a big mistake because Jalen Ramsey was in waiting there, picked it off in the dying moments to seal the deal 31 27. Now in this game, Cooper Cup continued to do Cooper Cup things with another eleven catches for 108 yards, two scores. Eric's giving me the thumbs up because he loves him so much. He's got him in both fantasy leagues here. Or? He
1: was he was the top pick available to me at, at, uh, in both uh, when yeah, he okay. felt me in the draft. Okay, okay. I would I would I would have preferred to pick up Justin Jefferson, but actually with the result they had this week. <laughs> oh, I'm actually not. Uh,
0: yeah, it's all right. You're doing all right. Uh, on the Atlanta side, Drake London looks like he's going to be a real thorn in the side of defenders for years to come. Now, I didn't really have much of an opportunity to watch too much of this game, Eric, but I believe you had some opinions on it.
1: Yeah, this was almost going to be that game where this, well, it looked like for a second, could this be the week of upsets? Where we've already discussed the Browns <laughs> and Jets, um you know, and the, the Miami Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens. Was this going to be another one where somehow the uh, Atlanta Falcons came back to beat the, uh, the Rams, in which again, which you would argue, they had no right of uh, winning. And they almost did, which is terrifying. Um, yeah, what, what's going on with the Rams? They literally won the Super Bowl last uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they then get demolished by the Bills, which I guess like the Bills are an amazing team. They look they really amazing. are, <laughs> but like to get demolished like that is, is a bit depressing, a bit sobering, and I, then I'm to ex- almost lose. Well, mm. I guess to almost to let the sorry, I'll rephrase that because they didn't almost lose, but like mm. to. To let the Falcons kind of get, they let sneak, them back into. it. Like they, they, they could they the could door. have lost this game. Yeah, to sneak back in the door, like you've got to have serious questions about the Rams as a team uh, after two. I guess again, only after two games. Exactly, it's,
0: it's early early season, and it's just kind of the way that the Rams are built because they don't take preseason seriously at all. I think their 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 mo here is just to say like, well, look, we don't need to be all that up to speed. In the first couple of weeks of the season because we're going to make it up as we go along because we've got sean mcveigh calling plays matt stafford is capable of dealing cooper cup is excellent every week of the season uh we're going to get some players back and healthy especially in the, in the backfield and things like that we need to be good later in the year as it goes on because we're good at preventing injuries somehow and that's just what we do that's our thing i i, I still wouldn't be too concerned about them but that's not to say that you shouldn't be aiming to win these games and win them comfortably, um, but yeah, then the, the, the Falcons again showing that they have a capable team in there somewhere. They just need somewhere to harness or. it consistently yeah. for a full game, and then they could maybe win some games this year.
1: Oh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I, I, we'll see. I haven't I haven't looked at the matchup spread, but yeah, the. I don't know, just on paper, the Falcons look so bad. But you're right. They somehow managed to keep it competitive um, Mm -hmm. somehow. Um, Marcus Mariota looked really good um, in in the game, I thought, um, from what I did watch. Uh, but yeah, I, I, okay, I, I hear what you're saying about the Rams. I guess my, my mindset is you just want to be able to win as many games as you, as you can at the start of the season, right? To yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, in, you to, to my, in, in my opinion, in the every game in the NFL season is equally as important. Because a, a win at the beginning of the season could be the difference uh, between making the playoffs or not. Of course. That yeah. being said, you do still want to be hitting your stride as the playoffs as are approaching. Playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not to say that you can't still be good early on and in And I this guess season.
1: in the day, right? A win is a win, right? It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things how close the game was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, when you, if you make it to the Super Bowl, right? It doesn't matter how close your game, your your week two game was. So yeah, no, you're right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but uh, of course, like the Rams. Um, Still, still a good-looking team. I, I don't think there's anything to worry about. I think that they will they will ascend, but, uh, yeah, like I say, it's very early on. Uh, I, on. I, I do
1: have a slightly elevated heart rate is what And say if I were the Rams, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. i yeah. <laughs> <Not, laughs> yeah, always not, get a little bit... <clears throat> perhaps not
0: cause for concern yet, but, like, questions. questions. Maybe, maybe an extra BPM, Yeah, you know, exactly. Just, yeah. Uh, in... Uh, oh, man. The Denver Broncos let Russ cook against the Texans this week. However, I was inclined to send my helping back to the kitchen as they struggled their way to a 16-9 win against a listless Houston Texans side. Wilson's adjusted completion set percentage in this one was just 56%. Uh, Cortland Sutton was a big performer on the day with seven catches for a buck 22. as Jerry Judy left the game with injury along with Pat Sertan, which is a big concern. Uh, the offensive line was good all day. So what's the problem in Denver? Now, one problem I will tell you is clock management. The way that that game was managed... Nathaniel Hackett is just making absolute balls of this entire thing. From, I think it was towards the end of the game in particular, the way that they were uh, having like... Delay of games on 2nd and 16 when they really didn't need to have that. Uh, They were going to go for a a, a quite long field goal attempt and then were called delay of game on that. So they were pushed back another another 5 yards out of field goal range, had to punt. It's things that you just cannot have happen and it was happening to the extent that the home fans for the Broncos were counting down the play clock to make sure that they didn't get false started anymore. Over the first two weeks of the season they've had something like 30 penalties for about 300 yards against them you just can't be doing that especially when you your your team for the most part is putting together like you're able to produce yards like they outgained the Texans massively in this game red zone struggles continued as well it's a problem I'm 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 worried and I think a lot of Broncos fans are
1: yeah, I feel for you because I've been watching the last two weeks of games, and uh, I, I, I feel I'm like, oh, geez, Stuart must be a, must be a feeling under the collar. Um, yeah, yeah. I, what's crazy is everything you just said you could apply to the last week game as well. The yeah. Same, same issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's wild to me because um, you know he's he's um, the Nathaniel Hackett. He's he's experienced. He's um, he's been around the league a long time. Uh, he's been coaching a long time. Um, I, I don't understand why the play clock, clock play, play clock. Uh, okay. Play clock. I'm
0: not beeping it out, Eric. <laughs> the
1: play clock is such a foreign concept where it, it, it's like he has never uh, seen it before. Uh, and yeah, when you have the the fans, uh, just trying to help you out with the the play clock. If that's that's it. embarrassing. That is that is not a good sign. So yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what I'd think if I were a Broncos fan. <laughs> yeah, as you said, I'm I'm not a fan of what's been cooked so far. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Saw so this great picture of um, raw hot dogs and some Cheerios as as what Ross is cooking at yeah. the moment. He's um he's just not seeing or trusting his receivers from from. From the looks of it, which because his offensive wild. line's doing all
1: right. Which is wild, because they've got the talent. I mean, obviously, until Judy got injured, I thought it was a concussion, but I was just mm. reading, actually, it was a chest thing, which mm. was the second chest injury this week we were discussed. Yeah, you'll be worried. But, and then, obviously, Sutton was, was bawling out. Yeah. So I don't see why he's concerned. Maybe I guess it's a familiarity thing. But, look, come on, he's like, he's, you know, he's widely he's historically been one of the most accurate and um one of know, the best deep
0: ball throwers in the NFL yeah, and, and he's just not he's
1: just not he's not even like you know the the passes um they're, they're just not on point um so it's really it, it, it's what, who is this Russell Wilson and what has he done with the real Russell Wilson
0: <laughs> A? I mean like he has stretches in his career where he, he goes like this but it usually doesn't happen at the very beginning of the season of course this is the first time that he's had to really change and move on to a brand new team, so maybe it's just this whole, uh, you know, getting to know you period. But and, and like, th- thankfully, like, well, Nathaniel Hackett's come out and said that they're going to be addressing these play clock, man- like these clock management issues. I certainly, hope, sorry. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm like, thank God. But um, like, I guess- this one can't get any worse. But like, it's the Broncos have had previous with this sort of thing. We've had problems with that from from the last two head coaches that we've had. It's just more of the same. We need this to be sorted out very quickly because the, the Broncos, like Faithful, will have zero patience with it. And new ownership can get rid of a, a head coach and bring in someone and pay him a ridiculous amount of money now. So they won't have it's any problems an with
1: organization at the moment. No, I, I guess yeah. Obviously, the play clock is a huge issue, but also why are they only up? Um, they were only up like I think they were tying the game for most of the game. It was
0: in nine yeah, nine, yeah.
1: and I think they only scored that touchdown like what the last quarter. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: the, the last quarter. I mean, like they were terrible for the first few quarters, and it was only in that last quarter when they actually came to life.
1: So obviously the play clock is an issue, but there's other issues there as well. Obviously, mm. you, know, you mentioned not trusting season and stuff. But yeah, it, it's not just the play clock that that is a big concern, but there's mm-hmm. other concerns with that team.
0: Yeah. Uh, on, on, on defence uh, the, the Broncos wasn't really getting that much lower pressure but they were they were having a few big plays uh, at critical times to make sure that the Texans just couldn't really get themselves into it um, for the Texans side of things the offence pretty dreadful just not really doing anything but of course you were against a pretty good Denver defence really especially that, um, like the cornerbacks um, uh, I would say that Damien Pierce looked pretty good as a running back still so I'm still keeping good tabs on him Uh, Derek Stingley had a very up-and-down game um, as well, but um, yeah, the Texans just don't excite me at the moment. So I'm gonna move on. Uh, (laughs) As a Broncos fan, uh, at least I could be treated to another embarrassing Raiders loss as the Cardinals speared their own blushes thanks to two late touchdowns and two-point conversions, including one that Kyler Murray ran around for literally, not even figuratively, a full 20 seconds before finding his receiver. Trivia time for you, Eric. How many yards did oh, Kyler Murray run for during the, the two-point conversion? It was like,
1: wasn't it like eighty or something, or
0: eighty-six oh, yards? See, I was close. <laughs> yeah. How can you run for eighty-six yards when you are literally starting two yards out of the end zone? <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Absolutely it, incredible.
1: Yeah, Kyler Kyle Murray. Uh, look, he. I don't know. Obviously, you know, there's, there's the the whole drama about his contract and you know, actually doing the they have uh, research yeah, I'm watching the tape and that sort of thing but look mm. like Kyle Murray's the real deal he, he's clutch he's a uh, supreme he, he's a supreme athlete a yeah
0: well I mean like I'm not so sure about his clutchness certainly in well, big games but like that's a season thing as it goes on but yeah, yeah. he is capable he can be clutch so capable of doing things like this like this was a, just an incredible comeback
1: he like threw off like two defenders it looked like he was um, what's his name the um, uh, defensive end I think got to him um uh, Russia, got to him and he basically tackled him and he should have been down or right? any other quarterback well there are a few quarterbacks but most quarterbacks would have gone down with that and then just managed to kind of yeah, wiggle yeah. out of it you know, spin out of it and you know, then got almost tackled again Max
0: Crosby's got like a hundred pounds on Kyler Murray yeah. had him in his arms and Murray managed to escape probably because he's the size of a little bobblehead doll <laughs> and uh, he just, just slunk on out of there his escapability is excellent like as a as, as a passer with mobility, uh, Kyler Murray is, is, is right up there with, with the best of them um, on his day. And yeah, he, he just looked excellent when he really turned it on in this one. Um, it's not to say he was perfect by any stretch, but um, yeah, his rushing ability, just escape ability, incredible, unparalleled. I'm, I'm, I'm like lost for words with what he managed to do in this game. And Derek Carr, on the other hand, like he, he had an all right game, but um, you know, we in, in a game where he he played pretty well and was like a workmanlike, very Derek Carr performance of 25 for 39, 252, two touchdowns, uh, you know, yards per attempt of 6.5. You're like, yeah, that's all right, but his leading receiver was certainly not Devontae Adams in this one, as he was really taken out of the game with only two catches for 12 yards. One of them was a touchdown, but still, like that's not what you'd be expecting to get on your return for investment there. Um, so yeah, I guess just props to the Cardinals for keeping themselves in it uh, all the way to the end and uh, and just sneaking it right at the death. Uh, it literally, that, that last touchdown to get them into overtime happened with five seconds left on the play clock uh, before the, the two-point conversion happened to, to level things up.
1: Making it even more impressive.
0: Yeah, and then, but then, of course, in overtime, the, the Raiders were driving. They were just getting into field goal range. Hunter Renfro catches it out in the flat, makes a move, still being held onto, and he's just left as a sitting duck for Isaiah Simmons to come in and absolutely flatten him. Uh, the ball comes out. Byron Murphy with the scoop and score. Um, just, yeah, 29-23 win in the end. Whew, breathless at the end
1: so another I guess reason with all these upsets going on not to pop your bowl of champagne until the actual final <laughs> whistle has been blown
0: 100% yeah. another crazy end I'm to su- a game in week 2 I'm sure you saw the, the photos of the Las Vegas uh, <laughs> Yes, yes uh, I get the reference yeah, now yeah, yes yeah, there yeah, are, yeah. there's some fans in the stands at the Allegiant Stadium in the third quarter popping the corks in the third quarter celebrating prematurely You'd love to see the looks on their faces at the end of that game. Oh man. Um, the, the Cincinnati Bengals look like they might be in trouble though. Uh, after doing everything right, on paper, in the offseason, the pass protection was still awful. And had it not been for Joe Burrow's escapability, it could have been far worse as they fell to a Cooper Rush-led Dallas Cowboys with another last second loss. Uh, or win from the Cowboys' perspective, of course. You cannot afford bad pass blocking when facing up against Micah Parsons, who is having increased pass rush snaps. Snaps? Schnapps! Oh, increased pass rush snaps. Some mistake surely, much money uh, penny. Rush uh, was not bad in the first half either as well, leading the Cowboys out to a, an early 14-point lead, but certainly cooled off in the second half. So maybe this was going to be another one of these games from this week, where they come back from behind and sneak at the death. Uh, so Burrow was allowed to eat closer and closer enough to tie up at 17 before Brett Maher nailed a 50-yard field goal with three seconds left to drop the Bengals to 0-2 and consent to their second heartbreaking loss in 2 weeks
1: all hey, right well don't the first loss was not heartbreaking
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was heart mending for you for you perhaps at the end but uh i needed
1: a heart transplant yeah you.
0: probably like you're uh, like facebook was blowing up as you were watching that one um but yeah the the the, the bengals i'm um, going from you know super bowl very, very nearly super bowl winners to 0-2 um and like, but like, they're they're still they've been close in either of these games. They could well be two and zero, but there's some serious problems there, especially stemming from that offensive line, which they tried to fix, but have they just been sort of piecemeal about it, just trying to bring that line back towards average, as the as the parlance goes from PFF terms, and it just not paying off? It's a tough one, right? Because um,
1: although, so I'm looking at the stats, obviously. Huge game in the huge game with the Steelers defense where they put up seven stacks on Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And this week, I didn't realize it, but he had six sacks on the Cowboys mm. 13 sacks in the first two weeks. Yeah, that's those not are those good. are not good numbers.
0: Go, going back to about the last five games or something, he's been sacked about 30 times.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, we were talking earlier about um Justin Herbert, and I guess, like, you know, and just I guess, uh. Um, you know, just, you want to protect the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not doing a very good job of that in, in Cincinnati. Um, and obviously, Joe Burrow is your, um, you know, he's your crown jewel. Mm-hmm. You need to protect the quarterback. Uh, I appreciate this is obviously, th- these are obviously two premier defences, um, mm-hmm. or two, I guess, um, quarterback rushing uh, defences. Yeah, the rush, yeah. um, and then obviously the Cowboys. Um, that is probably the best thing about the Cowboys at the moment. Um, is is their kind of defense in the pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess the perhaps the results were a little bit skewed. Um, but yeah, you can't give up thirteen sacks in the first two games. That's that's not a good number.
0: No. Um, and like the the thing that made the Bengals so exciting last year was their wide receivers' ability to just go and get open quickly, which prevents and sort of patches up the holes in the offensive line if you can get the ball out quick enough. Mm-hmm. But they just weren't able to do a good enough job in this one. As as the Cowboys once again uh, had 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 another really good performance um, from um, oh god what's his name now cornerback Trayvon Diggs, um, who just like I've not been a, a fan of since he came into the league but this last couple of weeks he's been performing pretty well, simple as that, um, and. Yeah, like just Micah Parsons just continues to jump off the page. Dante Fowler uh, showed up really well in this one. I think that certainly stems from being on the other side of Micah Parsons. Um, but yeah, if you look at the, the, the Bengals on offense in particular, it's just so mediocre across the board. He had like there was no one helping anyone there. No one really wanted to win throughout the course of this game. And yeah, they they ultimately deserve to lose. Dallas were the better team. Even if they were led by by Cooper Rush, mm,
1: mm. which is wild to say because um, I don't. Because Rush is not that good a quarterback. <laughs> the, the Cowboys, I I would have thought, don't look like that impressive team. But like the Bengals did not show up. No, um, to that game.
0: The, the Cowboys offensive line held up better than the, the, the Bengals certainly, and I, they, they I got some, some great work bar, from I... no, got some t- some great work from Tony Pollard. Ceedee Lamb had a good game. Uh, Noah Brown had uh, had a real breakout in this one as well. But that may well stem from uh, his familiarity with Cooper Rush because they've both been on like the, the practice squad on the second team for, for the majority of it. So, um, yeah. Who needs Dak Prescott? Yeah. The answer is the, cow- the Cowboys. The Cowboys need Dal- <laughs> Dak Prescott. They do need Dak Prescott,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, just running through it, and I am really don't want to spend any time at all on this next one. Uh, just as well because we've been going on for, for quite some time now. Um, Oh boy The Bears are bad And the Packers are alright I guess Uh, Justin Fields was held to just 70 passing yards On 11 attempts And that's not to say that another quarterback came in To spell for him or anything They just tried to throw the ball 11 times In a game that they lost 27 Or 28 points to 9? 10? It's just Garbage. I don't have the score in front of me here, but that just screams to me that they did not have any faith in any comeback. 2017. Twenty-seven ten. 10 They had no faith in any comeback here. I don't care if David Montgomery was running the ball really well with 122 yards and 15 carries. You need to get aggressive when you are behind. And Aaron Rodgers Just looked back To his normal self they were, He was just allowed to, to deal it out For two scores But it was Aaron Jones Who dominated With over 160 scrimmage yards And two touchdowns In this one Like I wouldn't say That this makes The Packers uh, You know Like oh They're, all, they're fine now they've, they've beaten the Bears like, No 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 The Bears Make no mistake about it Ignore last week The Bears were a bad Football team Agreed And the Packers Are an Alright football team I don't but a good much, defense I don't think
1: much to actually be taken from this game that we didn't already know
0: yeah I guess, I I guess so.
1: apart from that we confirmed that the Bears are bad yeah. last, last game
0: yeah it certainly helps confirm any priors I think um, you know but like any team that has Aaron Rodgers in it is capable of winning games in this manner um, but yeah it was the defense that really, really stepped up nicely for them in this one too
1: I um, guess so uh, he still owns the Bears I he
0: guess. still owns the Bears yeah. yes but yeah no, that's it not doing, not okay. doing anymore. So yeah. uh, so now I've not seen too much yeah. of the Bills trouncing of the Titans and the Eagles stifling of the Vikings. Uh, I've got a few bits and pieces that I've, uh, I've managed to, to, to spy and, and, and glean on from, uh, from second-hand uh, viewings, Eric. But I know that you you had the, the day to yourself to watch the games, so I'll, I'll leave it to you to give me a bit of a rundown, especially on what happened, first of all, in the game between the Tennessee Titans and the Buffalo Bills, which seemed to start quite close, but then Buffalo just knocked up eight gears and just tore the house down.
1: Pretty much. I don't know the stats in front of me. I did watch the games. Well, I watched the first half of the Bills um, until the Eagles came on because I have Jalen Hurts as my quarterback in both my fantasy league <laughs> teams. Uh, oh boy! Uh, yeah, and I don't have any Bills or Titans players, um, but which I, I want a Bills player. But.
0: Okay, okay, like no. If there is trades going, stay stay then. clear of fantasy talk. People sure, get bored sorry. very quickly. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, so yeah. In the first quarter, basically the um, the Bills uh, got a got a good drive going. Uh, Titans responded with a Derek Henry um, touchdown. Uh, but yeah, from then on, it was pretty much a Bill show. Um, mm-hmm. The the Titans couldn't get anything going. They threw. Um, God, I don't even know how many how picks they threw, but man, like whenever mm. I tuned back in um to the game, like when there was a break in the other um stream, yeah. it was just pick after pick, and like the the Bills' defense looked suffocating. Um, the the Titans just couldn't get anything going. Uh, Derek Henry couldn't yeah. get anything going on the run game either. He was he was kind of stifled. Mm-hmm. Man, like I guess just losing AJ Brown and the Titans team.
0: Yeah, the, t- the Titans become very one dimensional when you take away one of the, one of the dudes. Hundred um, percent. So like yeah, from what I gathered, it was a case of. The Bills were just firing on all cylinders mm. and the Titans just couldn't get anything going at all. Everything was going wrong for them. Uh, There's four forced turnovers in this one. Uh, the Bills uh, nearly doubled the total yards, 414 to 187. Anytime you're held below 200 yards is a problem. Um, I, I checked in at about halftime and saw that Josh Allen was already up to 200 yards. So he just kind of started cruising after that. Stephon Diggs... He was man. Insane. He looked like he was he all was over bonkers. the place, man.
1: He got like I think he got he got two touchdowns at least. I'm pretty sure it was
0: three in the end. I three believe. Oh yeah. my
1: god! Yeah, he he was he was a beast. I mean, he he always has been, but like he just really went off um, this game. Yeah, look, look, the Titans just don't look. I I, I I honestly don't know how they won their... Uh, division, uh, division, uh, division, division conference, division last uh, last season.
0: They were the number one seed in I the know, conference. I know,
1: flash in the pan. I'm saying it now. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think the Titans are doing it again this season. I think their, they're, um yeah, I think the Titans might mm. be um, kind of might be mediocre for the next couple of. Yeah. Um,
0: I would ne- I would say days. that like because they have uh, uh, like Vrabel in at head coach, he's he's too good to let them be terrible. But
1: they looked pretty terrible yeah, today. I, it is the Bills, and the Bills mm-hmm. are, I think, probably the best team in the yeah. AFC. But like, yeah, still, I, I think,
0: rough. I think having that 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 painful loss last week to the Giants, the G-men, and then getting trounced by the Bills here, it's going to leave a real bad taste in that. Team's mouth right now, and variables are really going to have to pick them back up. You think
1: they're going to be out for blood over the next couple weeks?
0: Yeah, yeah. I would say that they're they're going to have to try and find something out of that, but I don't know what they really have in the tank at the moment. I think that they they can still be a be a team on a week to week basis. Oh yeah, they're
1: not they're not horrible, but I think they're just in such a loaded.
0: Uh, well, no, sorry. not sorry, not loaded division, but loaded conference. Loaded, not, it's yeah. not going to be easy. <laughs> so. Yeah, and like when, when, like Savon Miller is still um, like thriving with his new team, um, he just seemed to, to dominate in this one as well. Mm, he, uh, he was really good. Yeah. Four, four pressures, three pass rush wins, forty-one point two percent pass rush win percentage. Thank you, PFF. And um, yeah, by the time it came to the fourth quarter. Um, he was joining uh, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs as just sitting it out because it was just game over. At that
1: point, you don't want to risk injury.
0: No, just say we don't. We don't need to be doing that right now. Um, so, yeah. Again, I think this confirms priors that um, the Bills are. Re- they really are a force to be reckoned with this season. No doubt about it. The Titans have to be really concerned with how things are going because this was supposed to be a competitive game. I mean, it mm. was briefly. But once the Bills got up ahead of steam, impossible to stop.
1: That was, was, I guess, my one takeaway was um, how bad, oh, I guess bad is how mediocre the Titans or one-dimensional, as you said, the Titans looked. I thought they might have something else up their sleeve. Um, They just
0: never got going for them, really. Oh, well. So uh, the Bills won out the uh, 41-7 victors in this one. Uh, Another team that could only score seven was the Minnesota Vikings, uh, the darlings of week one after uh, dominating Green Bay, seemingly, and they should have put up more points than that. Everyone was anointing Justin Jefferson for his 4,000-yard season that he was about to get, but did not materialise this week, though, Eric. What happened in this game as the Eagles came out victorious 24-7 over the Vikings in a game which, from what I understand, may well have been Jalen Hurts' best in the NFL?
1: Yeah, Jalen uh, Jalen Hurts looked uh, looked amazing. He looked really good, like uh, MVP caliber sort of um, yeah uh, sort of uh, game that he put up. He uh, rushed for two touchdowns, pretty sure. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, he, he he looked really good, and and his um his throwing was really good as well. Twenty uh, six
0: of thirty one for three hundred and thirty three yards.
1: team complete. He was ten for ten. Uh, Solid uh, for the first. Uh, but he he was really good. Um, he just has so many weapons as well. That Philadelphia offense is so loaded. Mm-hmm. Um we're talking about obviously about the Titans and they how they have got AJ Brown, but they got one that uh it looks like they've got I'm not an expert but it looks like they got one of the best offensive lines. Um they're able yep. to make yep. a ton of ground on the on the running game.
0: that and, that makes that really does make a team. Like people yeah. look at the offensive line it's not glamorous, but that if you have a really solid offensive mm-hmm. line you can do what the Colts did last year and just have Jonathan Taylor run all over you and stuff like that. And the the Philadelphia Eagles have historically had an excellent offensive line. Uh, New Zealand native Jordan Mailata up up there as well, you know. So sorry, Australian native, isn't he? My bad. <laughs> I think he is oh, bear Oh, check there. Oh, sorry, Jordan. Uh, Jordan Mailata. Oh, Australian. Oh, yeah. oh dear. My bad. This Jordan. is our
1: far left, is it? You climbing oh, in. Yeah, yeah, in sure. His his why not? Line, why not? Yeah. But you know, they're looking really good, right? Like they've got, they have a ton of attacking options. Um, they've got obviously a really good running, uh, running game uh, with their running backs. Uh, and then um, they've obviously got the um, yeah you know, really good solid um, room of uh, pass catchers and wide receivers and their tight end. just seems so well
0: put together, man. One hundred percent. And honestly, AJ Brown changes the dynamic of this yeah. team as well. Having a weapon out there like him, who's tall and big, yeah, like, exactly. Kind of
1: like yeah, gives you another threat. And then even even if the because you could actually see it in real time, where like the Vikings like uh, it looked like they were struggling a lot with like um, containing the run game, and then they kind of like. Um, uh, they changed um their like how they were playing and then all of a sudden they were doing a really good job containing the running game. But then all of a sudden Hertz would just like, you know, just decide on the on the play, oh, I'm just gonna go run. And he'd just run and like, you know, get like a eight ten yards get the first down sort of thing so like the problem with them is you just can't you know like some teams are just one-dimensional like the titans mm-hmm. and you can't do that with the eagles they're just too well-rounded too complete as a team
0: again yeah, this this roster just looks really good man yeah, i think really it's, it's really paying off for them on both sides of the ball
1: yeah we've been only talking about the de- offense but the defense was insane i want to call mm. out darius slay jr Oh, he, man. I think, was. Uh, we were talking about like um, uh, about uh, Hertz having an MVP game. Talk about Darius Slay Jr. Though he had Justin Jefferson's number, mm-hmm. and I had a stat here. I found it. Um, I give credit where credit's due. Um, uh, the stat was that um, basically Darius Slay had more interceptions two than receptions allowed one as the nearest defender on five targets to Justin Jefferson. So that really like shows how much he had Justin Jefferson's number. They really had him he just couldn't do anything. Played um, out of his
0: mind in this one.
1: Yeah. Um and yeah. He he completely shut down Justin Jefferson. I think that was although you know, obviously um let that was mine. That was just the kind of um, that was the the final nail in the coffin where they just couldn't get the Vikings just couldn't get anything going on offense. Yeah.
0: When it's working on both sides of the ball for you like that, um, it just becomes comfortable. Um, I, I would say maybe I might have expected them to put up more points in this one, but maybe they were just comfortable enough to say, you know what, let's not overextend ourselves here. Let's just get out of here with the win and be pleased with that. Um, I liked uh, Darius Slay's uh, comment that he had this week um, when. People asked about, um, oh, your wide receiver like, is like, what was the Batman and Robin com- combination there? It's like, oh, no, no, we, we've got three Batman. We've got Swole Batman, Skinny Batman, and Quick Batman, which is referring to A.J. Brown, yeah. Devon, Devontae um, uh, Devon Smith, Smith, and Quez Watkins, which I thought was, uh, was r- real clever, uh, much like his actual play on the day. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I've I not had a chance to look at it properly yet, but it's certainly some highlights that I will be, there's also
1: on. a really uh, in the fourth quarter, the Vikings are really just trying to get anything going on offense. They get they're in the red zone. They're going. Um, uh, um, he breaks up him and one of the other uh, cornerbacks or safety break up a uh, a red zone attempt uh, on Justin Jefferson, and you see him go down, and he's like kind of like clutching his leg. It looks like he's got a bit of um, pain in his quad, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, the the Eagles sideline trying to sub him out. Uh, He's like, no, 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 I got this play. And then on that play, he intercepts uh, a pass intended, pretty sure for Justin Jefferson, and uh, kneels in the end zone. And my God, it was just like, you know, it was just, it was, if you're a Vikings, like, it was, it just seemed seemed almost insulting um, to the, to like, you know, the Vikings. He was, he was, he had their number, 100%. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Uh, Yeah, definitely, again, I'll be uh, looking into it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, So, Eric, we've, we've done it. As uh, as the great Dan Hanser says, you've said it all. Uh, really appreciate you you, you jumping on this. I think it's gone going very well. How have you enjoyed your, your first podcast experience?
1: Yeah, no, it's been it's been good. Uh, sorry if I've uh,
0: dwelted on a bit too long. Um, no, not not at all. It's uh, it's what Darren does all the time oh, too. Okay, okay. And, uh, it, it's it's one of these things. It's um it's it's very easy to do because you just want to, You want to talk about everything, but we've obviously got to try and limit it down. Do, yeah. do you do you realize how long we've been going on for as well? It's been uh, too long, probably. <laughs> yeah, certainly for a podcast, it's one hour thirty-five. Ooh. So yeah, I could have done a lot in that time, but I chose to do this, and I'm very thankful for it. Uh, so yeah, I, I reckon we should probably do this again sometime, and Look, uh, it, we could have it, plenty of time to do so. I think it,
1: yeah, if you're if you're happy to, and I guess if uh, if uh, we don't if I don't scare people off, viewers um, off, then yeah, sure.
0: We'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll see what my dad says because he's the authority it, on these things. He's <laughs> the one who actually listens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably this is exclusively for him there's no one else that listens I to this i wasn't thing. gonna go that far and say that, but <laughs> no no no, i still check the stats we do still have listeners over in like see the u.s and yeah it happens it happens um
1: well, i apologize for wasting the viewers'
0: time not this at all they don't they don't view this usually yeah listen. sorry the listen i mean they time. might listen look at something they'll look up they'll stare at a picture of you whilst they listen oh, to it let's not do that that's what that's what i'll do anyway let's not and Eric, i'm gonna put you on the spot two weeks in who's in the super bowl Oh,
1: yes, perfect. This was going to be
0: my final hot take. So, okay,
1: so uh, the reason I was so keen to see the Vikings and um, uh, Eagles game was because I think that whichever team won that one, uh, obviously this is two weeks in, but I reckon <laughs> the winner of that goes to the Super Bowl, and obviously it's the Eagles. So the Eagles are my pick from the NFC. Mm-hmm. And from the AFC, a bit probably a bit uh, obvious, but the Bills. I reckon it's going to be a Bills uh, and Eagles... Um, uh, uh, super. Obviously, you yeah, know some really incredible teams out there at the box.
0: If, you, if you'd said this two weeks ago, it would have been a, a hot take. Now, now I think it's like, a, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Still, still some spice. Still some spice. Uh. I like it because, like, the, the Eagles, they they've missed them to prove themselves a little bit.
1: But. Nah, they're such a complete team. Yeah. I, reckon, I reckon they're, they're my favourites. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm probably going to be wrong, but that, that's my gut reaction. I, I think the
0: fact that uh, you've got Jalen Hurts and both your fantasy team might be colouring your judgement and your, your, your fandom might be swinging on to a team that maybe has a better shot. Like, yeah, uh, maybe, 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 I'm
1: just a, maybe I'm just swapping over from the black and gold to the, I don't know, what colour is it? The green? Yeah, it's, sort of, green yeah, it's like that,
0: um, that like... like it, Illness Green, I think, is. Uh, I Did
1: watch quite a few games the Eagles because I think Michael back in the day because Michael Vick played, Vick for, played them. for them
0: for a couple of seasons yeah. when he when he returned from uh, from won't prison. Say what? Yeah, <laughs> I
1: wasn't going to go there. But well, yeah, that, 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 that's my prediction. Do you do, are you going to provide your prediction? Oh well,
0: I, I don't need to, um, but uh, <laughs> I would I would say like at, at this early stage in the season. Um, I, I would say it's between Bills and the Chiefs for the Super Bowl at the moment. I would give it to the Bills. I think I reckon that they've done enough to improve this season.
1: Where so you think the Bills and the Chiefs are going to face off in the? No, Super
0: Bowl? no. Yeah. Like it'll be between <laughs> well, between them in the cha- in the championship game. Well, I, I them agree. There. That
1: would be my AFC matchup. Would be the the Bills and the Chiefs. I reckon mm-hmm. they're going to be the two teams in yeah. the AFC championship. But who? Which team then from the NFC? Uh, well, I mean. Or well, two teams, if you're only going to pick uh, the AFC yeah, okay. championship well, team. Well, I
0: still think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to going to pick up the pace in this one, so they'll be there thereabouts.
1: Again, you've got Brady in your league, so yeah, that exactly. Like bias, telling kind of judgment, and
0: okay. I, 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 hate, I hate to agree with you, but uh, the, the, the the Eagles at the moment look like they are putting together something. They're just a dynamic team. Mm. Um, but for this, for the sake of argument. I don't know.
1: Like you don't going to go anything with Spice and <laughs> say the Giants, or...
0: <laughs> come, come on, man. looking can't remember that. The
1: Giants and the Jags or something like that, you know?
0: Oh well, well it really would, Jag- would be really interesting for the. Those would be really. It would be incredible for the Jags to do it, considering they're an AFC team. So. No, no, that's uh, what I'm saying. The Giants and the Jags. Oh, it, in, Bowl, in the, in the Super, in Bowl. Super Bowl. yeah. Yes, sure, no yeah. problem at all. Okay, no, it's I going. I mean,
1: for, the Jags currently went first in their in their um their division. So. We,
0: uh, Jets and Giants in the Super Bowl. You heard it here first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> those are the spicy takes, you listeners. Yeah,
0: don't don't football. rule out the Baltimore Ravens though.
1: I feel like okay. My hot take: take for the AFC. Switch. You can cut this if you want. It's I think too late.
0: I'm not. I'm not editing anything of no, this. It's already, no.
1: it's already long enough. I think. I think that the AFC is. They're already. You've already literally got the the previous AFC champion zero two and 0 o two mm-hmm. and o. And then you've got the other three. This is how crazy it is. I mean, it's only two weeks in. The Steelers already—they're one and one, and they're top of the division. Uh, mm. Two weeks in, mm. I think the Ravens, the Browns, and the Steelers are all going to cannibalize each other. And <laughs> yeah, I think
0: it's just a slugfest. Yeah, it?
1: it's going to be a slugfest. They're all going to be injured. They're all going to be worn out. They're going to be like you know the—they're not going to have um uh, you know they're going to be. Um, I, I think it's yeah I think uh, anyway the Ravens probably the favourite Ravens Raven should win that division Ravens should um, win that division but be interesting I,
0: to see how close the Browns keep it until Deshaun Watson comes back and if he can be yeah they want him to be there um,
1: but I, I honestly I don't see the I don't see them making it like any further in the playoffs I don't see them making a deep playoff run but anyway yeah.
0: we'll see anyway yes because you know the NFL as we saw this week It's a crazy, crazy place where crazy stuff happens on a week-to-week basis and in any given year, any team can go from worst to first, make the playoffs, uh, just have a massive surprising upset. Could be you. It could be, be Steel- me. Well, no, yeah, it could, it could well, be me. Nah, nah, nah me. Not the Steelers, man. Mm-hmm. No, no. Oh, no, I mean me, like personally. <laughs> you, you personally yeah. have a, have about as good a chance of winning the Super Bowl as the Steelers yeah, do. Yeah, so. it's
1: probably that right.
0: <laughs> anyway Eric, again, thank you very much for that, and thank you very much to the listeners out there. Uh do you have we have any final words there? Any words of wisdom?
1: I think uh nah we've covered it off just yeah um yeah eagles eagles bills I'm putting i putting money on it. Hurt it here first guys. Yeah. Put
0: your house on it. And uh like if you don't win then come after it. It's
1: not financial advice I'm not financial <laughs> advice. It's Darren's sure. job. But that,
0: that's where my money's going. Sweet as. Awesome. Thanks again guys and uh we'll should catch you next week. Bye. Bye